Welcome to Coaches on a Mission, and thank you so much for tuning in. This show is specially designed for values-driven coaches, and I'm here to help you build a business you're truly proud of. So we spend a lot of time on this show diving into strategy, and while some mindset work sneaks in here and there, it's not a major focus for me on this program. Yet, a self-supportive mindset is crucial as you build your business. Putting yourself out there every day, pouring so much care and time into serving your clients, and taking on the risks that just naturally come with business building, these are really big deals. So today, we're going to take a deeper dive into some mindset work. My guest is Lauren Litt, who is the founder of Lil Shameless Plug. Lauren is on a mission to help coaches who don't like social media, but know they need it for their business, build a thriving community online. Over the last few years, Lauren's business has really grown, and today she feels a little stretched too thin without a ton of time to devote to the things in her life outside of work. So Lauren came into the episode feeling very aware that something inside of her needs to shift so that she can show up for herself differently in her business, but neither of us were exactly sure what it might be to make that shift happen. But after some coaching and exploration, we discovered that it really is time to let go of her hard worker badge of honor and allow herself to receive more easily. So with this discovery, we created a three-step plan for Lauren to shift from the inside out. Here's what that looks like. Step one, understand that no matter how deeply ingrained our self-image might be, we can consciously redesign it. Step two, practice daily freeform writing to uncover and then release the deeply rooted beliefs that keep us stuck in a self-image that may not actually serve us. And then step three, forgive yourself for the judgments you've held about yourself, about your circumstance, and about others around you. So if you feel like the missing link between where you stand now and getting to the next level just might be a different mindset, get ready to take some notes and explore your own self-image. Here's Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Welcome. Hello, Alice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Lauren and I, everyone, were just gossiping a little bit about the dark, dark world that is social media, but that's not what this episode is about. So, Lauren, I shared with everyone in the intro a little bit about your expertise, right, and what it is that you do. So I'd love to just kick things off and first ask you what you want to walk away with from our conversation today. Ah, <sighs> a million dollars. Mm, um, done. <laughs> great. And, okay, we're done. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in. A 38-second yes. episode. <laughs> yes. I would just love to walk away with a different mindset about how I'm approaching my business. It's Next year, 10 years for me in Little Shameless Plug. Oh. Yeah, 10 years. And I've spent so much time and effort building this beautiful little thing, this little shameless plug. And I am tired, very tired. And I need to, I need to start working more in a way that's more fulfilling for me, which for me, I find a lot of joy right now in teaching. And I find a lot of joy in really helping business owners who are on that cusp, you know, like just getting, they've got enough clients, they've got enough of whatever. And they're like, taking that next step. And I love helping them identify the pieces that move them from a, like a $60,000 business to a hundred thousand dollar business. Cause that's what marketing can do for you. Yeah. And so I want to focus more on that because little shameless plug is doing its thing. Yeah. So, so just for our listeners, I'll reiterate, uh, Lauren has, there's the agency side of your business, right? Yeah. The done for you social media marketing. And you have spent a decade now building that and running that. And it is, it exists in the world. It's doing its thing. Mm -hmm. And so what you're looking at now is what's the next chapter for me, Lauren? And by next chapter, I don't mean that you're closing that a, a book here. We're no. just adding on another layer. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. I mean, do anything for 10 years. Gets, yeah. You know, like, I've been married for seven. It's great. We're going to keep going. But, you know, you do different things as you, as you mm-hmm. grow and become different. So, yeah. Okay. So how clear are you on what you want this next layer to feel like for you? Not look like, feel like. I mean, I'm going to steal your words from okay. our group, our impact group. I want to be lean and lazy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to feel my, – my word for this year is spacious. I want mm-hmm. it to feel that way for my clients and for myself. I want to remove any urgency from – my process that I'm going about. I just want to be able to kind of lean into it. And the the ribbon that's always been alongside my business is I'm also an actor and yeah. my career, my acting career is starting to click again. And so having a business that's also flexible enough to to wind around that, you know, if I do book six weeks on a film or something. So right. Okay. So what does lean and lazy mean to you? It means having the ability to kind of turn on the client faucet when I'm ready for it and, you Mm -hmm. know, hit pause. It means having clarity in what I'm actually doing for people because right now I've got like three, four different ways individuals can work with me and I'm confused when I talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. So flexibility and clarity, that would be great. I'll add something if it lands for you. And for me, lean and lazy is about intentionality. So, which I think involves that clarity that you talked about. Yeah. It's like, I only do, I know what the things are that move the needle and fulfill me in my business. Mm -hmm. And those are the things that I do. All the other shit does not need my attention. Yeah. Great. Okay. So what's stopping you from having this lean and lazy business? I heard one thing, which is like too many ways that you work with people. So there's some confusion there, but what else Mm -hmm. is in your way? I have an unwillingness to show up for myself. Mm -hmm. And it is so apparent to me, like at the beginning of this month, I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, Lauren, this is it. You know, you know how to do this. You do this all day long for all of your clients, all the social media, all the newsletters, all the everything. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do, this is going to be my plan for the month. And I'm putting stuff out and I'm like, this is the worst shit I've ever seen. (laughs) Content is so bad. And I'm literally just being like, eh, good enough. Eh, good enough. Instead of putting the hat that I put on for my clients, you know, of like, but what are we trying to say? What is, what is the point of this? What is the message that we want to be across? How does this, like, how will people take, I just... Why can't I do this for myself? Okay. So just for clarity's sake, when you look at the content, it it really is not good. It's not it's, you being in a mood and judging yourself. It's it's actually not good. It's actually okay. not good. And okay. like there's even this glitch that's happening right now in Instagram where like if you try and add the common thing, it the like it will take away all of the captions you've written on your on a reel. And instead of being like, well, let me take it down and try and fix it, I'm literally just like, well, it doesn't make sense, but Eh. <laughs> like I just leave the shit up. Apathetic. Apathetic. And it's not Apathetic. because I don't want to reach people. It's because for some reason, mm-hmm. I'm not showing up for myself because I don't believe I deserve it or because I don't – like I don't know what it is. I, honestly, I think like this idea of this business seems so easy and fun. Like it's like, oh, but Lauren needs to work hard. Lauren needs to work really hard. To have a business that that's deserving. So, tell me more about that last part. Mm. It feels like the the amount of joy that I get out of these these VIP sessions. We'll call them right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how I see the 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 like light turn on for people, and all of a sudden they're like, I know exactly what to do. I'm so free. Like I. I feel so confident now when I'm doing things. Maybe they're not perfect. Nobody's ever supposed to be perfect. But like that is so joyful to me that the idea of being compensated fairly for my time, like I'm like, well, I shouldn't be paid to have fun. That's not right. <laughs> like, right. You know, like it's like work should be hard. And I don't know if this is the 
patriarchy that tells us or if this is, you know, capitalism or or what it is, but the idea that I could just really honestly show up and devote a day to someone and be able to change their business and the way that they're able to bring in income. I don't know. It's like, it feels like a trick. Like I'm, like I'm doing something wrong. Right. Okay. So here's what I'm hearing. Somewhere along the way, you developed a self-image of being the hard worker, someone who is very good at earning her keep, mm-hmm. someone and someone who, if it's easy, I'm somehow taking advantage. Yes. I, I want to hear more about that last one because that's really interesting to me. It has something to do with, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, if it's easy for me, I should have to work harder. Like, you know, like you shouldn't just be rewarded for being good at something, I guess. I don't know. Maybe this is my acting for years of be like, but I'm good. And you're like, doesn't mean you'll get the part, you know? Totally. It's Yeah. So we shouldn't be rewarded because for our natural gifts and abilities. Yeah. 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 It's like a re- like an awareness perhaps of privilege. Right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think so. Something around that that like, okay. well, this comes easily to me. I enjoy it. Therefore, I shouldn't do it. Like I don't know how that math is happening in my head. Yeah, and to hear ourselves say it out loud, like we know it doesn't make sense, but it doesn't make it any less real in your like day-to-day experience. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. We're going to kick it super old school for a second. (laughs) Okay, great. For our listeners, Lauren and I have known each other for a very long time because in my former life, I was a career coach for actors, and that's where we first knew Mm -hmm. each other, met each other. Do you know the year? I could probably look it up, but... I'm pretty sure it was the, the last quarter of 2009. Okay. Because... Yeah, because then yeah. 2010, like a lot of different things happen. I met Tiffany. We did craft ladies. Like yeah. all of that stuff was happening like 2011, 2012. So okay. I'm pretty sure yeah, that feels about 2009. Right. Yeah. Okay. So 12 years ago. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so some people would argue that this book is the foundation to what we all know as self-help or personal development. So there's Ooh. a book called Psycho-Cybernetics, written by a guy named Dr. Maxwell Maltz. Dr. Maltz was a corrective surgeon, okay? So not a plastic surgeon per se, but his patients were like burn victims or perhaps they had a cleft palate that needed to be rebuilt, and that was his area of expertise. And he became extremely fascinated Because he would have two patients who, on the outside looking in, were essentially twinsies, right? So I'll make it up here, but maybe two men in their mid-30s, each with a a hair lip. Each of them had a successful surgery to restructure their face, okay? Person number one with the hair lip fixed suddenly like met the love of his life and got a promotion at work and all of the stars aligned and his life totally blossomed. Mm-hmm. Person number two had the exact opposite experience, losing their job, falling into depression, like sabotaging. And I don't mean self-sabotaging. It's just like the w- forces aligning to create this dumpster fire of a life. And Dr. Maltz just thought, why is this? Mm -hmm. So he went back and started to research psychology and came up with this theory of a psycho-cybernetic mechanism. So I'm going to do my best. Any like psycho-cybernetic experts out there, please enjoy the essence of what I'm sharing. (laughs) (laughs) Don't quote me on any of this. But essentially what Dr. Maltz found was we all develop a self-image, how we see ourselves fitting into the world around us. That self-image is kind of like a thermostat, right? So if you see yourself as a hard worker and you are getting through life in the world as a hard worker, Mm -hmm. your thermostat is set to 72 degrees. 
If someone goes and turns the temperature down, you have a VIP day and it was like super easy for you and very beneficial for the client. Wait, that contradicts your Mm -hmm. self-image of being a hard worker. Mm -hmm. And the thermostat's going to naturally turn itself on, crank up the heat to get the room back to 72 degrees. So back to this corrective surgery example, the client whose life blossomed had a self-image aligned with someone who is um, received with an open heart by others, who is capable of succeeding in the world, et cetera, et cetera. The other person when their outward appearance shifted and no longer matched their in, inner sense of mm. self, the thermostat turned on the heat. Yeah. So we're all built. And our self-image is a good thing. We need to know how we fit into the world around us. But the good news here is we can actually reprogram a thermostat. I just like flip the lid on our very old yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thermostat and punch a couple of buttons and now the heat doesn't click on until it's 73 degrees, right? Or it clicks on to 73 degrees instead of 72. Yeah. So this is not always convenient, but it is a solvable problem. But it sounds like what we need to do is figure out how we can reprogram your self-image. Great. Okay. <laughs> In a podcast. <laughs> In a podcast episode. I just took like 12 minutes to explain all of that. So thank you for sticking with me. So reflect to me what your understanding is of what I just shared. I want to make sure I was clear and then we'll brainstorm some ideas for you. There's a way that I see myself showing up in the world. And if for some reason, you know, for me, it's like going on a hike, right? Like mm-hmm. there's a certain amount of effort. It's like I'm always hiking up the mountain. But if you're like, Lauren, you're actually on flat ground right now. Like you don't have to be like doing this. It, it, it's like, no, no, I, I am hiking up a mountain. It's like in my head, I'm just continually like lifting heavier bags or doing something because I need to feel that that effort is happening yeah. all the time. Yeah, so you're uncomfortable when things mm-hmm. are easy. Mm-hmm. Which is so funny because yesterday, like this whole week has been client meetings. Yeah. And it's actually been a pretty successful week, pretty easy. Like I've been at the end of the day being like, well, I don't have anything to do, so let me make something. I need totally. to, to throw shit in here and like make mm-hmm. something happen because leaving my desk at 4 o'clock is not a reality in my brain, yeah. you know? Yeah. So – so being the hard worker has worked for you up until now. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Like, clearly, very successfully, you know? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I'll tell one other story to illustrate this point, and then let's talk about repro- reconfiguring this thermostat. So back in our my actor days, I had a private coaching client. I'll call her Jen. Jen had a goal and that was to be a series regular and she was all in on this goal. And we coached together every other week for like two and a half years and Mm -hmm. she booked a series regular. So my office at the time was across the street from a wine store. So, okay, I'm going to see Jen tomorrow. I went and got some champagne. I did that. That's how I thought our session was going to go. Almost like, yay, we did it. Congratulations. Good luck with your life. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was not how it went. She came in to my office. I had this beige couch, threw herself down on the couch, crying. She'd gotten three parking tickets that week. She and her husband were having intense conversations about whether or not to stay married. She was pretty convinced that she was going to show up to the table read the next day and people would realize they hired the wrong Jen, right? And get fired. (laughs) (laughs) And the like pipes in her bathroom exploded that morning. So forces in, and plus she had a cold, okay? Yeah. Forces inside of her and outside of her were working really hard to get her back into this familiar zone of being the actor who's striving every day and the goal is just out of reach. Mm-hmm. She, and she said to me, she's like, I don't know who I am now. Right? Because she like she accomplished the thing and now what? Yeah. 
So we had to really work on reprogramming her thermostat. So none of this is like scientifically based. This is just all my intuition coming forward. So if you're open to trying some things on, I I say we create like a 30-day experiment for you to see if we can change the the temperature. I mean, I'm here for the woo-woo. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. So... Up until now, a big part of your identity, I'm just going to use the term like the hard worker. Is that complete enough for our conversation? Definitely. Cool. Yeah. Great. So if you were to develop a new self-image, what do we want to call that new (laughs) self-image? I keep telling my husband, I just want to sit on the couch and eat bonbons. Like Mm -hmm. that's, (laughs) I don't know what that image is. And that's not like, that's extreme. Right. But I, I want freedom and flexibility. So the new self-image, you know, she's easy breezy lady, you know? Great. Great. Easy breezy. Like getting paid for being you instead of getting paid for working hard. Yes. Okay. I feel so uncomfortable with what you just said, by the way. Okay. What happened in your body? A tightness, like right down the center of my stomach, like just Mm -hmm. like, no, you can't, that's not acceptable to be paid to be you. Yeah. Jaja Gabor gets paid to be her. You are Lauren Litt. (laughs) Who do you think you are? What an odd (laughs) reference. It's amazing. Okay. (laughs) So the good news here is what we need to do is help your nervous system get acquainted with this new self-image. One tool that I am a, I have a, I work with a practitioner right on is EFT tapping. Mm -hmm. I'm going to really recommend, I can give you a resource that you try out tapping. It's like the emotional freedom technique. It's all about regulating your nervous system as you process emotions. It's really, really powerful. Okay. But I think the first layer here could just be expanding your capacity for sitting on the couch, <laughs> literally, right? Yes. So what yeah. if the goal was to add, I'm making this up, but like to add a minute a day. So we've got 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Tonight, you can sit on the couch and eat a bonbon for a minute. Okay. Right? And tomorrow, can you do it for two? Okay. And the next day, can you do it for three? And as you're, and I don't mean metaphorically sitting on the couch, I mean actually relaxing and luxuriating. Yeah. What would a stretch yourself without barfing, like mantra be that you could begin to try on here? It could be in the form of a question. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's, I'm so stuck. I kind of feel like, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we use Jaja. Like, what would Jaja Gabor do right now? Like, the reason she's in my head, because she's, Mm -hmm. isn't she the one who said, like, I don't get out of bed for less than like 20 grand, darling, or something like that? I don't know. It sounds wonderful. Yes. Right? Like, she's (laughs) like, no, sorry. Oh. Here's why that's not going to work. We're, because it's not reframing your self image. I know. Right? What if it was – okay, so here's my mm, biased opinion about affirmations. Mm -hmm. A lot of times affirmations are just lying to yourself, (laughs) right? And then we're uncomfortable with the affirmation and now we're affirming wrong, like we're doing it wrong and it can just be a mess, right? Yeah. But what often can work for me is to frame and is to stair step my way into a new affirmation, right? Oh, so okay. for you to just say life is easy breezy and I deserve to be paid to do nothing just feels like a lie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But if we could stair step our way to that, perhaps the first layer of the affirmation would be I am open to working less hard right now. Same tightness, but it is a, it is a step. Yeah. Okay. So now I'd love to hear from you. Let's try on a few versions of that. Another one that just came up for me was, huh, how is it getting just a little easier to work less every day? Yeah. Right. So try yeah. on a couple of versions of that. This is just our first layer, right? Stair-stepping our way to this 
Jaja mindset. Okay. First layer. I loved the, how is it getting easier to work a little less? That feels on. Something like, not what will I do with free time, but like, wow, some free time. Like, just like an excitement Mm. of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Cause in, then the following thought in my head always like, wow, free time. I'm, I'm, there must be something I can do for work. <laughs> like, right. Like, How does this uh, land? Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm not, I'm not working and I'm still valuable. Oh, wow. That's so hard. Why is that so hard? Hmm. Because also, you know, for the past several years, my business has been what what's afforded my husband and I like to live because his business totally shut down over the pandemic and we had mm-hmm. to like really re- reframe things. Uh, how did I get so far from being a trophy wife? That's my question. <laughs> <laughs> when did that plan go sideways? Like, I don't know if that was ever the plan, but like... <laughs> My mother-in-law sure thought it was. Um, I feel like, oh, like just, this is a great afternoon for a walk. Like just to have that freedom to just like, oh, the sun's shining, let's go. Mm -hmm. You know, like that kind of mentality would be lovely. Like a permission to be spontaneous? Yeah, and to mm-hmm. follow my desires rather than being like shackled to this desk all the time. Got it. Got it. Wouldn't it be great if you could just build your business focusing on your strengths? I see too many coaches struggling to fit into a certain mold and they ignore the easy path. So let's put an end to that. What I want you to do is go to dallastravers.com slash quiz. I've put together a 45 second superpower quiz designed to reveal two things. Number one, the very next step in your business, whether that's list building, client attraction, or scaling with a course. And number two, the natural strength you possess to help you accomplish that task. When you get your results, you'll also get a custom built toolkit with actionable items you can put in place right away to finally make this growth path simpler because you're doing what you do best. So the link again is dallastravers.com slash quiz. Go and check it out and then let me know on Instagram how you scored. Could we play a game? This So the goal here is to just begin to slowly reprogram the thermostat. Mm-hmm. Could we play a game where you challenge yourself every day to act on a desire like this? And the rules being... It has to take place from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. during work hours. For our listeners, I'm shrugging right now. Yes. Like maybe maybe that's the goal. Like where do yeah. we begin? Yeah. So let's just use today as an example. It's 1.35 in the afternoon as we sit here recording. If you think about how the day has unfolded, has there been a moment, like an opportunity for a stolen moment thus oh. far in your day? That, that whether you took it or not, like, did something arise? There, yeah, I mean, a couple things, but there is definitely, like, I, I ate in five minutes, you know? Like, like standing over in, your sink? <laughs> yeah, like, standing over the mm-hmm. sink, and my husband was like, just kind of, let's sit down and, like, talk. And I was like, I, I have seven minutes to eat, talk to you, and get back to my next meeting. And wouldn't it have been nice if I had been like, you know what? Like, let's go eat together. Like, let's sit and have lunch together instead of feeling pushed to do all right. the things. Yeah. And even if it was actually seven minutes to sit down with him on the other side of the table for, for those seven minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Instead of what I did do, which is heat up, hold his hand for a second, and then run upstairs and shovel food at my desk. Yes. Okay. I heard a couple of things here. So we're developing a practice. Step number one, I wonder if it is to just grab a stolen moment every day. Mm -hmm. 
And we're just going to notice when you grab it and notice that nothing breaks. Okay. And, and then the goal is to stretch your capacity for stolen moments, for downtime, for spontaneity. Mm-hmm. And where this leads is to, I can't remember your words exactly, but like you said, you have an intolerance to championing yourself, something like that, right? Yeah. I'm an unwillingness. Unwillingness. So we are increasing your capacity for willingness here. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about self-care. That's like too big a leap, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but could, could you seize a stolen moment every day for the next 30 days? Okay. I can try. Boy, she sure does not want to do this, everybody. <laughs> and, and I'm like clenching. I'm like, I know. But I want to. But it's like, I know you really want to. What's that weirdness where your whole body is like, no, but you're like, yes. You know, okay. Like in, anyway, there's a competing intention happening here. Mm-hmm. Can, so it's like outside Lauren wants spaciousness. Mm-hmm. Inside Lauren, like big Lauren, little Lauren, however you want, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Inside Lauren wants, needs to work really hard and fill every moment. And yeah. both things can't happen. So there's like competing intentions. Yeah. Yeah. So the part of you that needs to hang on to the hard worker, if that part of you could step forward and share with us right now. Yeah. What might that part of you have to say? If I don't do it, it doesn't get done. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who else is going to make money? Because it's not mm-hmm. just, you know, I've set up my life and, and my company in a way that like I'm responsible for a lot of people and yeah. I have two dogs, you know, like they can't feed themselves. Like yeah. I have to work really hard to make sure all of these people are happy and well and fed and, and have toys and their little playthings that they can destroy, you know, like mm-hmm. if I don't do that hard work, it'll all fall apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is ridiculous because it won't, but that's how it feels. That's how it feels. And it, yeah. you know, it could break a little bit. That okay. there's there is some truth to that. You are the CEO of your company and mm-hmm. the breadwinner in your home. Mm-hmm. So there's a reality to that, and I don't think it's fair to uh, diminish what's true about that. Yeah. Right. But I heard the competing intentions here. Tell me if this language lands for you. It's like a deep desire for security. Yeah. And a deep response, like a value of responsibility, right? Mm-hmm. And a desire for freedom. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. And mm-hmm. and I think, again, it harkens back to the acting days. Like when we talk about struggling actors, y'all, I, I owned that so hard. <laughs> I yeah. struggled so much. And I'm not struggling now in that Mm -hmm. way. And it's so nice to not Mm. have to literally make ketchup soup. So you have something to eat, you know, like that was rough and I don't ever want to go back there. I don't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Doesn't it make sense? So I want to just bring some compassion to the hard worker in you. Mm -hmm. Like, doesn't it make sense that you would have these very ingrained and strong habits because they helped you survive? Yeah. And now it's just getting a little twisted. Yeah. Right? Now we're a little extreme. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Is there anything else that part of you needs to share? I'm good at it. Yeah. You are. (laughs) I'm really good at being a hard worker. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there's like a, a, a sick and twisted pride about this thing I've put together for myself. Yeah. And I think a lot of people feel that like we are valued for the number of hours we spend in a day at work. We're valued for like, oh yeah, you know, I I pulled an all-nighter to get that one done. Like everybody's like, oh wow, you must be such a hard worker. Really good job. Why? Why is that that the good thing? It's called capitalism. <laughs> Great. 
<laughs> no, but I, you know, I relate very much to what you're sharing right now. And I know so many of our listeners do. Do we have to know why in order to change it for you? No, okay. no, I don't think yeah. so. Yeah. So what does the hard worker in you need in order to like have permission to just lean back a little bit? We're not changing things overnight, but the hard worker in you, the, the part of you that needs security, that values responsibility, that's really freaking proud of what you've built. Mm-hmm. What does that part of you need in order to feel safe enough to let a little more freedom in? I don't know. Like in my mind, I saw a plaque. Like, good job, Lauren. Like, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> like, um, I need validation. I, I need validation. Mm-hmm. So, like, is it a way that we can get that validation <laughs> from lean and lazy, from easy breezy lady? Is, the, is that a transfer that I can do somehow? Validation of what? Of what a of what a hard worker I am. Of of mm, good job, pat on the head, you did it. So I'm a hard worker, which means is it really the hard worker? What's underneath that? Like what does being a hard worker say about you? It validates something. What is that something? That I value others, that I um that I I'm worthwhile on this planet Mm -hmm. (laughs) that I'm, I totally suffer from like, I'm doing things the right way, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm doing it right. Yeah. So it's, so is it accurate then that these are the things that need to be validated? Reassurance that you are someone who values others. You care reassurance that you are worthwhile and worthy of taking up space, Mm -hmm. reassurance that you're air quotes here, but doing it right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So up until now, being the hard worker has ticked all of those boxes. Yeah. And your question is, is there a lean and lazy way to get that validation? Mm -hmm. So my question is, if there were a lean and lazy way to get that validation, what would it look like? Oh, it just feels like such hard work, Dallas. Um, I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, oh. Okay, so lean and lazy way to get the validation from helping others. No, 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 no. No? So other than hard work being the vehicle to validate – the fact that you care, that you are worthwhile, that you were doing it right. Is there another vehicle that can validate those things for you? Like another approach? (laughs) Maybe. I mean, the, the rational part of my brain is saying, of course, there's another approach that does that. I don't really want to talk to your brain right now. I want to talk to your heart. Because my heart is like, no. <laughs> like, it's literally just blank in my mind when we mm-hmm. say that. Mm-hmm. And, and that's so frustrating because this isn't serving me anymore. This this very hardworking situation is not helpful. Yeah. I feel like you say it all the time, like, oh, well, that served you to get here, but it's a different, you know, when we're looking at our different phases of our business in the hive and how we kind of, it's a stair step, like this thing that you did works Mm -hmm. really, really well, but it's time to get a VA now. You have to let go of that. Otherwise you can't serve more people. Like, Mm -hmm. so hardworking has got me here. I don't have to let go. I have to, I have to release some things. Yeah. It sounds to me like some self-forgiveness is in order. So here's what that looks like. You know, I'm trying to find this routine. I keep coming back to this. Like, what if we did a 30-day routine of something really, really simple to help Mm -hmm. you seemingly effortlessly change the thermostat setting? And that I'm about to throw out the window because this is not – what I'm about to suggest is, is not fun. It's actually pretty terrible. 
<laughs> the hard worker just got really excited. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> great. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a, a process that begins with freeform writing. And that's like writing pages that you will burn at the end of the writing process. This is not in a bound journal. This is nothing anybody else is going to see. But it's letting the part of you that needs to be a hard worker, the part of you that judges yourself as selfish, as worthless, as mm -hmm. doing it wrong when you're not pulling an all-nighter, mm -hmm. it needs to give that part of you room to actually get out, get their voice out. Okay. Okay. So 10 minutes, maybe up to 30, but it doesn't have to be long. It does need to be consistent though. 30 days. Okay. I like, uh, I, I don't like it like for the record. Okay. But what I do, <laughs> I'm really selling this. Yeah, yeah. you are. <laughs> so What's my intention with freeform writing right now for you? My intention is to like release or shift this self-image of the hard worker. So you would sit down and on a page, write. Sometimes you could even try it with your non-dominant hand, which is kind of bananas. Yeah. Here's how I feel about the hard worker today. Right? Or I am a hard worker and... Just to, like as a, almost a writing prompt for yourself. Mm -hmm. And then you let yourself write about it. When I begin this process without fail, the next sentence is usually something like, okay, so here's how I feel about being the hard worker. Next sentence, how I feel is that this stupid ass exercise is a complete waste of time and I can't believe I'm doing it. So like, the yes. resistance screams, right? Yes. But if I stick with it, to that 10-minute mark, sometimes I'll even keep going, mm -hmm. right? But even just past that first piece of resistance, Lauren, without fail, soon I will be writing so rapidly and from like such a deep place that you couldn't make the words out on the page if you tried. It's literally scribbles on the page and it doesn't matter. We're just getting these deep-rooted judgments out, bringing mm -hmm. them into the light. Mm -hmm. So we're just writing for 10 minutes, noticing what comes up and getting it out. When you're done, you shred it or you burn it immediately. Okay. Not because we're ashamed of it, but because like the part of you that so needs to be a hard worker needs to know it's safe to talk about why. How does all of that land for you so far? Good. And in a writing exercise in the past has always really served me well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. So, and, and I've definitely done the thing of like, I'm writing because I was told I was to write and this is really <laughs> stupid. And now I'm writing and look at, I filled up a whole half of a page writing. Great. You know, like, totally. you're like, I hate Dallas and her stupid podcast. <laughs> I hate the podcast <laughs> and all of the prompts. <laughs> Good. Great. So, yeah. There's a next phase to this. So we write, we purge, uh -huh. right? Uh, we burn it. And then it's just whatever's present and it doesn't have to be perfect, but you will be aware of a judgment that you're holding. Okay? Mm -hmm. And now we forgive ourselves for the judgment. So here's, here's what that doesn't look like. I forgive myself for being lazy, <laughs> right? Yeah. Or I forgive myself for being for working too hard. There's so much judgment built into that sentence. Yeah. Instead, we forgive ourselves for holding the judgment. So I forget maybe you're writing and you realize that you've got a lot of judgments around entitled people who have money just handed to them for doing nothing. That may come mm -hmm. up, right? Mm -hmm. I forgive myself for judging others as entitled. Got it. I forgive myself for judging myself as entitled when I don't work. I forgive myself for judging myself as worthless when I relax. Right? Like whatever that looks like, but we're forget we're forgiving our our the false ideas. Mm -hmm. Right? We're not forgiving any actions. Yeah. 
Because you're not walking through the world trying to mess things up. You're doing the very best that you can with the tools that you have right now. Yeah. As we all are. As we all are. That's what that, that welcome to the human experience. Yeah. Okay. So how would you feel about as an experiment taking this on as your 30-day challenge? My palms are sweating, so that's a good okay. <laughs> sign. Yeah. 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 That feels, I mean, it that definitely feel I know it's something that works for me in the past and that will create the change. Yeah. Or at least the opening for change. Opening. Yes. Yeah. Great. And then extra credit for that hard worker in you, right? Oh, she got so happy. (laughs) I know, right? Bonus points for seizing stolen moments. Okay. And then like acknowledging yourself for them like, oh, wow, look at me. I am sitting down eating lunch right now. Okay. Just the tiny, I like thinking of them as stolen moments. Yeah. The tiniest little things. Taking the extra time to put on the extra serum when you wash your face at night. Right? Yeah. 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 Those little things. Mm -hmm. All right. So for our listeners, isn't this how coaching sessions go sometimes? Right? You know, I think I think I made three proposals for you before we found something that felt um, this is not a word, but felt startable, felt like something you could begin. Yeah. Right? And yeah. that's really what we're striving for. And the intention here is to see what happens when I create an opening to shift my self-image. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other thoughts or questions before we wrap up? <laughs> she's, she's so mean to me, Dallas, this hard worker inside. I know. I forgive myself for judging myself as mean. Yeah. Yeah. I forgive myself for feeling like I wasted everybody's time with this podcast. I forgive myself for judging myself as wasting others' time. I forgive myself for judging myself as wasting others' time. Yeah. It's it's different, isn't it? It is. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. This is mm-hmm. so much harder than doing any of the work in the hive. <laughs> Isn't is, it? Like, yeah. Can we please talk about a funnel now for – Yeah. <laughs> like we yeah. need to can recalibrate. We, can we <laughs> – Lead magnet? Anyone? <laughs> DCPS? <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And this is just like, these are like the layers of growing. And I find for myself, I go through seasons. I go through seasons in my business where what I need is strategy. I need to learn new things. I need to talk funnels, like not in, it's enlivening, right? Mm -hmm. And then there are seasons when I need to go inward and re, like, and fortify the container myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. So that I can move. It's like winter and spring, right? Winter is cold for a reason (laughs) so that we can actually go inward. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, there isn't a capacity for springtime. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I feel very drained. Yeah. And it's not fair. It's not fair to anyone, Mm -hmm. you know, just to show up drained every day. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I forgive myself for judging myself as drained. I forgive myself for judging this situation as unfair. Right? And whether it is or isn't, right? Just mm-hmm. can you bring that level of compassion to yourself? Well, no, it's hard. 30 days. Yeah, it's very yeah. hard. It's hard. It's very hard. So what kind of accountability or support do you need around this? Ooh, how are we going to do this? It it doesn't feel safe, I'll say, yep. to do any kind of check-in in our Facebook group. Even though Agreed. it's a wonderful space, this just Agreed. feels different. Would you just email me in like 15 days? So I was just thinking, you know what I'm going to do is I will um, schedule an email. Uh, great. To go out Perfect. in about 15 days and then maybe another one in 31 days. Yeah. 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 Cool. Just to know that that's coming, I think, will be helpful. Yeah. Yeah, the hard worker likes an assignment and a 
so much. A teacher. Yeah. Oh, the hard worker got so excited when our journals came out, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> she was so excited. Yeah. 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 The beautiful thing about this, Lauren, and I know from experience, you are not going to lose your edge. Okay. All of the incredible benefits of being a hard worker, they're not going to go anywhere. They're just going to accept they're going to go deeper. Right. And like yeah. and become richer. And you'll be able to use your creative intelligence in a in a more meaningful way, in a more self-supportive way. Yeah. We just have these habits, it's like wearing a pair of jeans from high school that you should have gotten rid of a long time ago, but they fit. So you wear them even though they're not comfy. Dallas, they they are still hanging in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 46 years old. <laughs> thousand percent. Lauren's never getting back into those 16-year-old jeans, but they're there. They're there. Yeah. Okay. I'm so glad we had this conversation. Me too. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for being brave too and coming on the show to talk about this thing that you're so unfamiliar with and uncomfortable with. That's just says a lot about you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I am just the messy middle. <laughs> yeah. That's all it is yeah. here. Yeah. You know what it says about you, Lauren? It mm-hmm. says that you care, that you're worthwhile, and that you're doing this right. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you back here next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to Coaches on a Mission. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, follow, rate, and review. Do all of the things to show your support for this show. It is so helpful for us, and it also helps other coaches find this show. If you want to take this episode further, please follow me on Instagram. I'm Dallas Travers Biz Mentor, and every week I turn our episode into a week-long mini course on my Instagram page. It's designed to help you apply what we talk about during the episode to your business in a super tangible way. So let's be Insta friends. Head on over to Instagram and look for my new handle. Again, it's Dallas Travers biz mentor. You can do that now and you just might find some funny reels while you're there. So believe me when I tell you it'll be worth it. Okay. Thanks again for tuning in. I truly appreciate that you make time to listen to this show and I hope you have a wonderful week. Mm